everyone. Welcome to Tell Me Why, the series for American Airlines team members that looks at the why behind the news, information, all the happenings that goes on here at American Airlines. My name is Ron DeFeo. This is season five. And as you know by now, we are really delving in to the goals and objectives for the year. Profitability, reliability being obviously the two primary goals. A lot here on reliability. I'm joined by two special guests, two vice president leaders here in the company, Anne Maroney, Operations Strategic Planning and Performance, Brian Zanotin's Network Planning. How are you guys doing? Good. Great. <laughs> you guys are excited <laughs> to be here. I love it. We're off to a good start. And a lot has been made about this partnership, not between you guys, but between you know the commercial <laughs> side of the house and the op side of the house. Um, and obviously you guys are here, so there's some sort of symbolism here. Um, but talk a little bit about you know the partnership that your organizations have built here as, as we head into the year. Well, certainly on the network side, we are very proud of our world-leading network. We're more likely to get customers from point A to point B on the day they want to go, at the time they want to fly, and with the equipment they would like to be on. Um, but if ultimately we can't deliver that schedule reliably, it isn't worth anything. And so that's where the partnership with Ann and I comes in to be able to not only build the best network in the world, but deliver on it reliably. Yeah, and so I think that that's a very good point, Brian. Um, before a schedule is even finalized, what we do is we sit down, we review it together, we check, um, obviously, that we have the size of the schedule to the network, the resources that we have, and, um, and that it's as operationally friendly as it can be. Um, and obviously, to do this more and more uh, collaboratively, we actually co-located our teams together at Skyview, and it's been working really well so far. Um, so we're going to keep doing this, and Summer 22 was a good example of that. Um, it was the first schedule since the pandemic that was actually published over 100 days out oh, wow. um, early on in the year. Yeah, and it took a lot of work um, to get to that place where we had a plan, a joint plan that we could all sign off on, and then to work towards that plan. And um, we successfully did this this summer. In fact, our uh, summer schedule has barely changed um, since it was published in earlier this year. So we're really proud of that work. I'm going to come back to that in 100 days a little bit later on. But I want to get to DFW and Charlotte. We're talking about, you know, specifically then you drill down to objectives for this year. We're talking a lot about succeeding in DFW and Charlotte. We had Jim Moses on, of course, our DFW hub leader, talking about how they're, you know, gearing up for the, for the summer that we're in right now. And, you know, he's feeling pretty good. From a network planning perspective, Brian, talk a little bit about how you see DFW and Charlotte. Well, through the course of the pandemic, um, being able to get people between point A and point B was very important. And that's ultimately what we did prior to the pandemic. But during the pandemic, um, we excelled at being able, for the people who needed to travel, we got them where they needed to go. Sometimes circuitously, but we got them when other airlines couldn't. And uh, DFW and Charlotte played a key role in that because those are our largest connecting hubs. And we build 15,000 of these O&D pairs, we call them points A to point B, all these combinations of different cities between which um, folks are traveling. And so for us, we, um, we rely on DFW and Charlotte to off put that product on the shelf for us. And over 70% of our combined 15,000 O&Ds in the system are offered via those two hubs. Um, and from a revenue point of view, over two-thirds of our revenue is generated in those hubs on, in, on a 2019 basis. And, and about almost half of our profitability was generated in those two hubs. So largely, we set our system up to be successful if DFW and Charlotte are working from a commercial point of view. And, uh, and furthermore, um, our crews do transit DFW, and uh, almost half of our crews tra transit DFW on any, any given day, DFW or Charlotte. And so it makes it very important from an operational point of view yeah, right. to be reliable in those hubs so that we can deliver on the product that we're selling. Brian said it. I mean, not only, <laughs> not only are customers moving through DFW and Charlotte, but crews. Correct. So talk a little bit about how you guys approached, you know, this year 
and to make sure that you know, we really deliver there and, of course, throughout the system as well. Yeah, so as a starting point, we, um, we've we beefed up our pilot and flight attendant staffing um, for the summer beyond historical levels. Um, we've been in full hiring mode, but we needed to make sure we had um, the right number of pilots and flight attendants to fly the schedule and also to act as reserves to cover for all of the irregular operations that we know will occur. Um, so that's what we did across the whole system. We've invested as well in uh, quality of life for our flight attendant. It was really important after uh, the lessons learned from last summer. So we um, shortened the trip durations. We added some buffers on rest. Um, and all of that is designed to make sure that the trips are more friendly for our flight attendant and, and effectively more reliable. Um, now, for DFW and Charlotte specifically, um, those two are not just massive crew bases. It's also major connecting points for the crew members. So what we did in the fall is we um, decided to keep pilots and flight attendants transiting through the hub together. Um, not a super novel concept, but one that hadn't been in place since merger at American Airlines and uh, took a lot of time and effort to build. Uh, but we're very pleased to Customer, the customer, yes, the crew member feedback is great. Um, and in fact, uh, we're seeing fewer connection delays, uh, easier recovery during a regular operation. Um, and now we're, tar we're starting to keep more uh, pilots, flight attendants, and equipment together as we transit through the hub. So another great initiative that started this spring. That's great. Obviously, a lot of learnings coming out of you know what we went through, uh, you know, during COVID. Now we're in this post-COVID era. I'm sure you're looking at things differently as you build schedules in general. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, how, what we're doing to build, you know, more resilient schedules here in this time. One source of frustration, not only for our customers, but our, our co-workers, is that through the pandemic, we've had to build the schedules very close to uh, flown or very close to departure. And so we'd be selling a schedule out there that we knew wasn't accurate. But in order to sell an accurate schedule, we have to build that schedule and it takes time to build that schedule. And at its closest, we were publishing schedules three, four weeks from flying and uh, and customers had been booked and they'd be reaccommodated and that's very disruptive to them. It's very disruptive to our crews as well. And so we made a concerted effort this year to get our schedules published earlier than we ever had before, even earlier than we normally did prior to the pandemic. And so we were the first airline to have our summer schedule published, as Anne mentioned. We're very proud of that. And furthermore, we've changed that schedule less than any other airline has um, since we published it. And so less disruption for our customers and our and our coworkers. Um, we are the first airline to publish our September schedule. Right now we're working on October and November. We're actually looking at Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we have a plan put together that we will publish our Thanksgiving schedule uh, at least 20 days more in advance than we did in 2021 when that was um, when we were moving out with the rebound of travel there. So at the end of the day, this is about selling a product that we believe we can deliver, not only from a schedule point of view, but a publication point of view. Any comments to add on that? I think what, you know, the the further out the schedules are published, the better for the customer, the better for the revenue, but it's obviously better for the operation. Um, we don't change crew member schedules, maintenance plan closer in when we do uh, close-in schedule changes. And we can um, build all of our readiness efforts around a common goal and everyone stays focused and we have key milestones that we can cross and meet. So this reduced churn is huge in terms of our readiness efforts. So we fully support getting further out <laughs> into the future for sure. Well, that is awesome. Definitely this partnership between your organizations is something that is clearly, clearly working. Any final thoughts here? You know, we're in the middle of the summer. We're planning for the back half of the year. Anything else you want to share with the team? 
Well, on the network side, you know, it's important that we're flexible and we stay closed. Prior to the pandemic, um, our business moved pretty fast, um, but now it feels like we're moving at ludicrous speed and we need to have <laughs> our ops and network teams uh, really tight. Um, and we, Ann and I meet at least twice a week just talking about what the latest news is, what the latest thinking is on, on our crew availability, what the latest thinking is on our aircraft and schedules, um, and be able to tweak the schedules as we're building them so that when we publish our schedule, we're sure that we don't have to go back and revisit it again and again like some of our competitors have. Um, so real kudos to the network and OPP teams. Um, we work closely together, both literally and figuratively, and I'm really proud of what we've been able to achieve for this summer um, versus the competition and what we've got coming this fall. Same here. Thanks. And just a plug for um, all of the operational teams out there. We're going to review their schedule. We do every time a schedule comes out, please, please, please use the tools that we have, the Hub 2.0. Go take a look at the schedule, evaluate it, provide feedback, reach out to our team. Um, it's really, really important that we all take ownership of this. As Brian mentioned, the schedules are coming out. They're better um, starting out at the dock from the network shop and they will change less. So just as much time as you need to review the schedules and prepare for them, please do so. Well, there it is. And Brian, thank you so much. This is Tell Me Why. You know where we live. We're on JetNet. If you're on the go, you can download us in podcast form, you know, Apple, iTunes, wherever you are, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast and audio form. <laughs> There's where we'll be. A note for American Airlines team members, if you have things you want to learn about, hear about, know about, ask about, please feel free to comment on the page and we will look to get a guest on to get those answers to you. Thanks again. See you on the next episode of Tell Me Why.